Coming in on three, two, one. Welcome to another episode of Bruce Booze and Reviews. Yeah! I like this shot full of shit. That's about it. <laughs> was that was that recorded? <laughs> it's not an episode if you didn't make something up. And the average for the beer that everybody loves is really high. I like getting shit on. Caster to start a fucking podcast. Ah, Fair enough. So aggressive. <laughs> right. Dude, I'm surly as fuck. Leave me alone. Oh, I love that brewery. Yeah, me too. Yeah. <laughs> Do you really? Uh, yeah, I don't know. It's yes. not bad. I like Absolutely. it. Absolutely. They, they put out some good beers. Anyways, welcome to another episode of Brews, Booze, and Reviews, a childish podcast about adult beverages. I'm your host, Knox. With me today is Big Earn. Hello. And you, know, you know, it's a good thing that it's not an adult podcast about kids beverages childish beverages yeah like just we're just reviewing uh, kool-aid right all of a sudden the big kool-aid man comes through the wall pisses knocks off god damn it i just spent all that money fixing these walls yeah right fucker oh yeah. yeah capri sun <laughs> can't get the fucking Ecto-cooler. straw through the pouch ecto coolers are best uh, hey chris how's it going oh sorry. ah fuck it doesn't matter anymore uh, <laughs> yeah. i'm giving up when did it it was funny you God damn it, Knox. First time I probably shouldn't have drove here. <laughs> like, Jesus, were you up all night? Dude, yeah. so, it, well, uh, so our, our good buddy Stefan uh, came from Minot to uh, celebrate his 45th birthday. What up, awesome. dude? So uh, we got Twisted Tees. Fucking. Is that where you take their nipple and yep. twist it around? With God you? damn it, dude. <laughs> Come on, Stealing man. my thunder. <laughs> oh, here it is. Try no, to so we, ver- yeah. verify your story. We we got we got we got a little fuckered up both Friday and Saturday night. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah. Got to drink some French seventy fives though. I drank champagne pretty much all weekend. Celebratory, That's a good giggly stuff. That's what huh? I, was say. I I was bonkers. Nice. <laughs> yeah. We had a had a French seventy five though, and I had to use the botanist. Remember that gin? Yep. Yes. We still have some. Uh, yeah. Some good about. shit. Yeah. So yeah, we had a, we had a good long weekend. Keely and Molly Moon stepping through uh, side street windows. It was fun. <laughs> I went to a comedy show last night. Uh, I feel like I was in a rom com. You were in a rom com. Yeah. <laughs> a horror rom com. Nice. Quick question. Yeah. Is ho short for whore? Possibly, <laughs> and why would you? And why would you abbreviate a one-syllable word? Just not sure. shorten up a one-syllable word. That's a good question as well. You got you got you got a couple of them today. Nice, buddy. Ah! <laughs> but I went and saw Mike Rowland and uh, Devon Bland at the cellar last night. They were fucking funny as shit. Speaking of funny as shit, we have a couple guests with us today from the podcast. Oh, you're setting them up movie. for failure, <laughs> right? <laughs> no pressure. We've got Derek. Yeah. And we got Ryan. How's it going? Pretty good. How you doing, guys? Um, little hungover, but pretty good. Little? Yeah. <laughs> You're not trying hard enough. Step it up, buddy. <laughs> we'll try harder next time. I have you, a lot of you, hungover. You got to raise up those numbers. <laughs> <laughs> Rookie numbers. Pump them up a little bit. But uh, yeah, why don't you tell our listeners a little bit about your podcast and what it's all about? Sure. I host the How to Survive a Horror Movie Podcast, uh, the goal of which is to create a master list of rules to survive any and all horror movies, no matter how bad or good they are, or if it's a sequel, original, whatever. Um, And so Derek here is a frequent guest, 
And then secretly, the main reason I created this podcast is because Derek doesn't really like horror movies that much. So to make him watch like <laughs> the shittiest horror movies I can find, like Halloween Five, just to make him suffer. So that's the real reason I created the this podcast. podcast. Was created because none of us like drinking, <laughs> oh, right? So <laughs> I see what you're doing. <laughs> uh, so I just like making Derek suffer. So we watch horror movies. We we talk about uh, the characters in the movie, the decisions they make, what was uh, the right move, what was the wrong move, what should they have done, why they died, what could they have done to avoid it, if anything, um, and usually make fun of them. There's there's rules, right? Yeah, yeah. There's a what, what's rule fifty eight. Top of your head. Uh, 58 we haven't gotten to yet. Oh, so motherfucker. 57 you were close. Is, you were close. Uh, 57 is buckle up, buckaroo. That's what it is. I, put knew it was in the, on. I knew it was in the 50s. Yep. So we have 57 rules right now. Just added a new one this week for Texas Chainsaw Massacre 7. <laughs> oh, Jesus. <laughs> what? They had that many? There's seven of them? Oh, there's, uh, the ninth one comes out later this year. So. That's ridiculous. Yeah. They're, Are any of them good? The seventh one is like the worst movie ever that I love. Like I can't get enough of it. It's so dumb. Uh, but no, only like the first two are good. The rest of them suck. The first two? Do you think number two is good? I love Texas Chainsaw Massacre two. Derek hated that. Oh night. my god, that is so. Oh, that's like one of the worst movies that I kind of sort of would watch again. <laughs> just, just remind yourself how bad it is. So, so what Ryan was doing with me, he wanted me to be the Texas Chainsaw. Uh, massacre correspondent. He wanted me to be on every single one of those episodes. I got through the second movie, and I was like, "Nope, not gonna happen." No. Do you want me to come back for other horrible horror <laughs> movies? Because that one was just so uncomfortable and so cringy. <coughs> and there's the clothes hanger. He's picking the skin off of his scalp. Dude, it's got chainsaw duels. I don't know what you're, you're upset <laughs> <Yeah>. about. <laughs> chainsaw duels in, in Texas. Come on, yeah. Well, at least Is that they had ten bit- paces and throw a chainsaw at somebody. No, literally <laughs> chainsaw sword fight okay. with Dennis Hopper. Uh, Dual wielding chainsaws. Think, think more uh, um, Three Musketeers rather than like Alexander <laughs> Hamilton. <laughs> okay, fair enough. <laughs> I like the fact that Big Bill Mosley's in that one. Oh, he's the best part. Yeah, Chop yeah. Top. Yeah, he's incredible. He's in the seventh one for a second. Yeah, he's got a cameo. Is it Matthew in the McConaughey in that one? Too? He's in the fourth one. The fourth he's, one. He's oh. one of the cannibals Jesus in the fourth fuck. one. Fuck, I can't. There's just so Morton's many bad scene. ones. I don't. I just fucking don't remember. Yeah, Viggo Mortensen's in the third one. Really? Yeah. Uh, just Beals in the remake. Yeah, you get some big names in those. Surprisingly, yeah, Texas Chainsaw Three. It came right, uh, right on the heels of Lord of the Rings. So you know, <laughs> <laughs> he was raking in the big bucks yeah. after that. <laughs> that was a great springboard for him. <laughs> yeah, launched his whole career into the next level. Uh, huh? I don't know. I, I got the chance to be in Texas Chainsaw Massacre Ten. I would jump at it in oh, a yeah. heartbeat. Hell yeah. <laughs> you kind of look like a younger Henry Zabrowski, but the, but the problem but the problem is you would know how to survive. Yeah, I would survive every horror movie. Number one rule: first rule to surviving a horror movies, you have to know you're in one. So recognizing situation: hey, I broke my car down in the middle of a spooky woods. I'm probably gonna end up in a horror movie. Uh, picking up a hitchhiker, terrible idea. You end up in a horror movie. Uh, demon stuff starts happening in your house. You might be in a horror movie. So once you realize you're in one, you can take steps to survive. Nice. Wow. The first step in, in uh, admitting you're an alcoholic. I yeah. got it. Thanks, buddy. <laughs> the first step in annoying you having a problem step. is admitting it, right? Welcome to our 300th episode of Chris's Intervention. Yeah. <laughs> Intervention, intervention, intervention. (laughs) Why can't I bring a gun? Frank's going to bring one. (laughs) No guns. It's always sunny in Philadelphia. Philadelphia. So it came out shooting. I came out blasting. Right? (laughs) Guns are blazing. (laughs) Love it. Uh, Hey, Derek, why don't you give us uh, your top five 
favorite horror movies? <laughs> oh my goodness! So I'm gonna ask you that, I'm gonna ask you that question too, man. So <laughs> the guy who hates prep. them. Yeah, so if I'm going for my true favorite, then I think this is kind of a cop-up, but, but tied for my favorite comedy of all time is Zombieland, so I think that's probably my favorite horror-adjacent, but we'll Do call we call that horror? I'm going to call it a horror. Uh, but the second horror one... Comedy? I'm going to call it a hoe. I'm going <laughs> to... <laughs> but uh, in, in the true horror vein, I will say my favorite is uh, The Exorcist, which is one that I actually uh, I did for the podcast. I wasn't expecting to love it as much as I did, but it's kind of this uh, podcast for... ground. It's grounded in realism. Uh, so the entire time you're watching The Exorcist, they don't ever think that it's a demon. And even when they do bring up an exorcism as a solution. So it, it felt very grounded. So I loved it. It was almost... Uh, philosophical in that way. Uh, number three, I'll say Scream, uh, just because oh, it, it, it's tongue-in-cheek. It makes fun of itself, which is one of the reasons that I would never really enjoyed horror it's movies. It's Wes Craven making fun of himself the whole yeah, time. Pretty much. Yeah. I love it. <laughs> it's um, good. I like the uh, funny movie. Yeah, yes, right. you mean scary movie? <laughs> scary movie? Scary movie, sorry. I, I thought it was funny. We I covered like that one on the podcast. I saw that. Yeah, we did all five scary movies on the podcast. That was fun. <laughs> that was, uh, they Nail swallows. Just good stuff. <laughs> run, bitch, run. <laughs> okay, what, what do you got left? Uh, I, I don't know if I could come up with two more off the top of my head. I'd have come with a list, but I really did love the- You the, didn't prepare for them at all? <laughs> no. Thanks. N- not, not really. <laughs> Real uh, professional. Yeah. Right. I, I, <laughs> I will say, though, I loved the most recent installment of, of the Halloween franchise, which he made me sit through all 11 yep. of them. <laughs> Some of those, you know, there are high points, low points. Is that uh, the like the when where he's in prison? No, this Some is the one them. where Jamie Lee Curtis uh, uh, comes back, and so it's basically Halloween Part Two, but again. with, with old ass Jamie Lee Curtis, yeah. who's going to be in the third installment coming out here pretty quick. Right. Halloween Kills, yeah. That's going to be a fun one. And (laughs) and I'm actually really excited for it, which is not something when we started this project together when I was hating all horror movies. I wasn't (laughs) expecting to be excited for an October 15th release date of a spooky movie starring the original Scream Queen, Jamie Lee Curtis. Right. (laughs) So now I I feel like I've gained this appreciation, and I I have Ryan to thank for that. So I'll I'll just say I've enjoyed the Halloween franchise, and then I'll turn it over to him to to give some of his favorites. Oh, boy. It's it's hard to narrow down a top five. Like, there's so many good ones. There's some I love, ironically, like Nightmare on Elm Street 6 which is just horrendously bad and I can't get enough of it. I have a, a giant poster of that one in my room just because I love it so much. Is that Dreamland? Uh, that one is Freddy's Dead, the Freddy's final nightmare. Dead. Okay. Um, Was that with Roseanne and... Yeah, yeah, uh, Tom Arnold. Tom Arnold. Yeah, they show up for a cameo for some reason. <laughs> I, I, and <laughs> Alice Cooper is in it time. for a scene. I don't know why, but hey, I'm here for it. Um, I got a top four for sure. I can't think of a fifth one, but here are my top four. Uh, number four, Nightmare on Elm Street, big Freddy Krueger guy. Uh, he's my favorite. I think that's my probably my favorite horror franchise as a whole is Nightmare on Elm Street. So the okay. original. Number four is a more modern one, Cabin in the Woods. Yep. Oh, that's my uh, top actually. Hell yeah, uh, yeah. I just I, I really like the meta ones. So uh, that'll be true with my number one as well. Number two is Texas Chainsaw Massacre, the original. Um, and then number one is Scream. Yeah. Number one, love that movie. I could watch it any day. Nice. Yeah, mine is. Uh, I'd say top one would be Cabin in the Woods, followed by the original Night of the Living Dead, the black and white version. And I think uh, Return of the Living Dead is my third favorite Mm. with that that punk girl (laughs) getting all nude and biting the fucking head off somebody. (laughs) That was fucking badass. Uh, Bug was the first horror movie I ever saw. It's fucking terrible, but but it got me into horror movies. (laughs) So that's my number four. And I would probably say my number five... um, Fuck, that's a tough one. I'll have to go franchise, and I'm going to probably say uh, uh, Halloween. 
just the franchise and even that like that shitty witch movie. Oh, see, no. That yeah. one's great. Wizard of Oz? No. <laughs> what was it? Uh, Halloween Silver two? Shamrock? Or? Yeah, the Silver, Silver Shamrock. Uh, Shamrock. Uh, don't get that song stuck in my head. <laughs> Bring Cher back. Let's get that song. <laughs> Silver. God damn it. I can't believe she's not in more horror movies. Right. <laughs> you got it favorite? Well, I want to look it I up. Do, not really. I yeah. mean, I like, I like the screams. Um, the scream. <laughs> I like the giggles. I like the screams. One of my first ones I remember seeing was called Salem's Lot. Oh, yeah, I've seen that one, yeah. Old, I don't know, must have been from the early 80s. Yeah, I watched one last year because I, re- I read the book and then I wanted to see the movie. Yeah. Pretty good, yeah. I just remember it kind of freaked me out when I was a kid. Well, it's got that little floating kid in front of the window. That thing's, right. That kid's kind of glowing a little bit. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I didn't sign up for this shit. My fair lady. We, pretty much. We just lost all our listeners in Moldova. <laughs> I'm sorry. What the fuck are these The clock is ticking. I had a, I had a friend who uh, wore a pumpkin on his head at a Halloween party, and it was creeping everybody out. So they like, you need to take that fucking pumpkin off your fucking head or leave. And he went, uh-uh. <laughs> so he got into a fight with the homeowners because he wouldn't take off his fucking pumpkin head. Anyway, that's the nineties. Oh, that's, that's a sad one. So, I, question for you guys: What's your favorite style of horror film? Right? Because you have the we're just going to laugh at this the whole time, and you have slasher flicks and gory ones, right? So, there's all these different styles. Yeah. Um, what? Yeah, what the what's demon your ones? The you know, spiritual boy, that's I tough. Like, I like fucking gory ones, like human, like human centipede. Gross, you disgusting. The original human, human centipede is uh, underrated. What's that one where <laughs> it's the underrated movie? They, uh, they, it was in the seventies, Cannibal Holocaust, where they, where, and they, they show the video, like home video of these yep. people getting eaten and shit. Yeah, I've never seen the whole thing. I've just seen highlights of that one. That one's yeah. pretty gnarly. Serbian yeah. flick. That's a kind of a fucking. I've weird stayed one away too. from that one. I, I know. I've read. I read about it. I'm just like, you know what? I want to have fun watching movies, and this sounds horrible. <laughs> it is, it is shock. I like the like the shock ones. I like those hit me the hardest. Sure. What about so, so like Saw? Do you like the Saw movies? Yeah, uh, I like watching them in the order that's actually <laughs> when they go in sequential timeline. And so it's like there's a it's like the machete cut of the Star Wars or whatever. You got to watch a certain order. Uh, to make everything make sense. Uh, same thing with the Saw movies. If you watch it chronologically, it makes a lot more sense, but it's really sketchy on how things come together all of a yes. sudden. I and, just it kinda, watched... and it ends with number one. That's So you watch all of them, and you, the last one you watch is original Saw. I, I would just watch Spiral, the newest one yesterday for the podcast. That's what we covered yesterday. Uh, with Chris yeah, Rock. With Chris Rock. Oh, no shit. Jackson. I loved it. Yeah. I want to play a game, motherfucker. I'll play a game. Like <laughs> Samuel Jackson going up against the Jigsaw. Same game. Say game one more time, motherfucker. <laughs> I fucking dare you. Uh, favorite style, though, that's tough. I'm not huge on the supernatural ones. It just doesn't really do anything for me. Like, I'll watch them, but eh. like, like uh, Ouija or Conjuring. The, uh, Amityville. What? Yeah. Um, eh, they're fine. What about the ones that are. Based on true events, like the oh, what are the, the she Blair was Witch? a medium, she was a medium, and then he was just uh, and he was yeah, a guy conjuring, conjuring and, yeah. and Annabelle, yeah, that's what he just said. He said he oh, didn't like yeah. you know, they're fine. Um, Blair Witch is awesome, found footage can be okay. Uh, gory, I, I'm a huge gore hound, so give me some awesome kills. Otherwise, why, why make a horror movie? You're not gonna make great kills, <laughs> you know, I want brains like 
being smashed. That's great. You know, we we were just watching. I think it was uh, Friday the Thirteenth Part Nine. Yeah. And you know how when you're on the DVD menu, they have like scene selection. In Jason Goes to Hell, they actually have a scene selection that is jump to the kill. And you can just jump to how Jason kills X character. Nice. So it's like, oh, we know why you're here. We know why you're here. We're <laughs> not the only reason pretend. to watch that movie. That's the <laughs> only redeeming quality about that movie. Uh, no, I like I like funny ones. I like gory ones. Um, I like whodunits a lot. I like it. Those are more interesting than it's just like, oh, Jason Voorhees is walking around in a hockey mask killing people. I'd rather be like, oh, I don't know who the killer is. I got to figure this out. Like a scream. Okay. I haven't checked this recently, and I didn't look, look, but what movie do you think has the most fake blood? Because oh, Cabin be. in the Woods was up there for like a long fucking time. You know what? It's got to be that Evil Dead remake. The, the fourth Evil Dead movie, it, it's got to be that one. Yep. The new Evil Dead. Boom. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Wow. Carefully. People might start thinking you know what you're talking about, right? <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> I actually took a class in college. So that was horror movies. Aren't you supposed to take classes in college? <laughs> but this one was all about horror movies. I like how you're so proud of it. <laughs> I, I showed up class. most of the time. <laughs> Look, if you're watching horror movies in class, I'm going to show up. I mean, they says here they use 70,000 gallons of That's fake insane. blood. It's awesome. And I think Cabin in the Woods has got to be number two. God, what's that? I can't think of nothing. <laughs> But yeah, Cabin Robin. in the Woods is number or uh, it's got to be number two. But I got to find the fucking next. You're doing great, Link. Yeah, I suck <laughs> at this fucking mo- shit. I, I feel like we should just move on. Yeah, let's move on. Point. Yeah. <laughs> and this says as a 2019 that uh, it chapter two scene has the most blood ever used in a single. In a yeah, <laughs> there is a scene in a chapter two that they just basically flood a room with blood. That's badass too. Yeah. What did you think about the new it? I, I liked it. Um, I actually have a fun story about it. Uh, I actually worked the premiere at the Chinese theater of the the, the first remake. It no shit. Um, I, yeah, I, I used to work for security for Warner Brothers, and I worked at the, the premiere at the Chinese theaters, and I got to run the metal detector for the VIPs. Um, and so, people, like the the kids from the movie, they're all coming in, and Seth Green, who's in the original miniseries, he came in too, and so I got to hold Seth Green's phone as he went through the metal detector. It was pretty cool. <laughs> And then I think it was Travis Barker from Blink-182 was there, too. And his son comes in. He goes to the metal detector, goes off, and he just pulls out this giant knife. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, oh, okay. Wasn't expecting that. And he's like, oh, yeah, I forgot I had this. I'll just toss it in the garbage. As one does. You're right. <laughs> I often forget when I have yeah. a giant fillet knife. Uh, was that a Bowie knife? A Bowie knife? Yeah, he, and, and he just a throws David it in Bowie the garbage. Knife. He's like, yeah, I don't need this. I'm like, I, we can hold that for you. You know, we have like storage stuff. We can hold your knife. He's like, yeah, nah. And just throws that in the garbage. Did you keep it? No, I didn't well, keep it. I should have. You're out. <laughs> yeah. Right? <laughs> Revoke your fucking man card anyways. Uh, but I got to watch the the whole movie. Um, I was supposed to be looking through night vision goggles to make sure nobody was like filming it. But after like a minute of that, I'm like, screw this. I'm just going to watch the movie. Just watch it. Yeah. Uh, but I, I loved the new it. Uh, the second one was good, a little long, but uh, I liked it. Did, cool. uh, how, how do you think it compares to the original series or miniseries? <sighs> well, it looks better. <laughs> you know, they had money to make a movie on like that original where it all went to Tim Curry. I'm pretty sure. Right. <laughs> I like the original, but it is cheesy as hell. Tim Curry is really the only good part of that original series. I don't know. John Boy was pretty good. John Boy. <laughs> okay, okay. Dude, like, there were some actual stars, yeah, though, from John the Ritter. Day in it, you know? 
Yeah. No, good, great cast. They're trying. And there's some good stuff. But yeah, Tim Curry stole the show for sure. Yeah. So there. Yeah. Put that good pipe and smoke. And I did my research. I knew about that story. <laughs> you got any upcoming reboots that you're uh, anticipating? Or uh, reboots? I mean, we got. You know, what did you guys think about the Nightmare on Elm Street reboot with Jackie Earl Haley? Yeah. I thought it was fucking good. But I okay, you're not. like one of five people on the planet yeah. who think that's a good movie, including me. <laughs> oh, you think so too? Uh, yeah, hell I yeah. fucking loved it, man. It's a little darker, right? Yeah. Yeah, they, yeah. They, that's how it's supposed to be. They lean heavily into not really pointing out to the very, very end that actual Freddy was a, a molester, but according to Wes Craven and Robert England, in the beginning, he wasn't a molester. He just uh, killed children. That's it. Yep. Just a uh, child killer, not a child pedophile. Uh, I like the reboot. It, it's... Really creepy. Mm-hmm. It got under my skin for sure. I, you know, it's a little, you know, they lean too heavily on the original. It's a remake and they're going to do that. So it, I wish it had been like a little more its own thing, but I still liked it as far as remakes go. I think they should make, make another one. Hell yeah. With Jackie Earl Haley again. He, he was a good Freddy. Yeah. He was really good. How about you, Matt? So I haven't seen a lot of the, the Nightmare on Helm Streets, but I have seen that reboot. It was the first Nightmare on Helm Street that I ever watched, so I didn't have any of the, the original sort of fun and fancy free, but we're going to kill people with uh, knife fingers sort of mm-hmm. backstory. So I really enjoyed it. Uh, and and it's, it kind of goes to an earlier question, like what's favorite genre? I, I like it when you can have a more serious tone and it takes itself a little bit more seriously. The characters are making decisions that are a little bit more believable, which was <clears throat> why I was... Uh, I'm why I'm a frequent guest on the How to Survive a Horror Movie podcast because we can think about what would be the best thing to do. And supernatural stuff was not usually my forte, not usually my preference, but I, I really like that 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 new reboot nightmare movie. It was a lot of fun. So, and I always like a little bit more backstory, understanding the villain, understanding the the antagonist. I suppose. So I I love it. I already have a a, a twelve installment idea. You just take movie the 13 ghosts and expand on the other 12 ghosts and make them individual movies <laughs> yeah fuck money in the bank right there right fuck money they fuck <laughs> money in the bank. those ghosts look so cool and they don't do anything with them in that movie no it's yeah. like i want to know more yeah what the fuck how they how did that you know how they become the jackal or how did they become that how'd you get that cage on your head yeah <laughs> and why do you have their two fat mom and child what the fuck's that all about you know shit like that i, I want to figure that shit out it, these uh, Conjuring movies, they keep making these spinoffs for these one little, like, Annabelle. Like, oh, Annabelle is in one scene. Oh, okay, we're going to make three movies about this. You could do this perfectly for 13 Ghosts. Mm-hmm. I'm telling you, Warner Brothers should jump on that. Or no, Bloomhouse should jump on it. Yeah. You should have already jumped on it. All ideas are property of Bruise Booze and Reviews. <laughs> no. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it's been brought up before on the internets. On the interwebs. On the internet. Yeah, we're old. On the old dial-up. Dial-up sucked. That was fucking dramatic for a, a 1992 <laughs> joke. I know. We could talk more about some horror stuff after oh, yeah. the break. So our first, or beer, just talk about our favorite Jackie Earl Hale. Hale what's his name? Jackie Earl Haley. That's the one. He, his best role, semi-pro. Hell yes. He's so good in semi-pro. That movie's so dumb, but I love it. <laughs> just, uh, just the, I was hoping that. you were going to say that. I'm like, say semi-pro, say semi-pro. <laughs> that's the one with Will Ferrell, right? Yeah. yeah. When they're basketball players. Underrated movie. Yeah. And Jackie Earl Haley is just the, the stoner in the crowd that hits the half-court shot. They're one fan. Yeah. <laughs> What else has he been on? I can't picture the face. Dude, he was uh, Kelly Leak from the uh, Bad News Bears. No? 
Well, I've seen the Bad News Bears, but it was probably. He rode the motorcycle, smoked cigarettes. Okay. Best player, Kelly League. Oh, yeah. He's Rorschach and Watchmen. Forgot about that. That's probably what most people know him from. Anyway. So, beer. We should drink. We should. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, I'm changing the fuck out of this. I'm sorry, guys. He was in Shutter Island as well. I haven't seen that one in a long time. That's a good one. Have you seen the new new Candyman? Hell yeah, I did. Uh, It was really good. I watched all four of those movies to prepare, or the three uh, first movies to prepare for that one. New one is is worth watching, uh, unlike those sequels. (laughs) The original was great. I love the original. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Really gothic feel to it. Tony Todd is terrifying. Tony Todd is the man. Um, he's the only thing that is worth watching about Candyman 2 and 3. Those movies are terrible. But uh, Pour some more in that glass there, buddy. Just wanted to make sure you got some. Didn't want to Thank be greedy. We have another bottle okay. if we need. Yeah, he, he, he was also in the Final Destination, or some of them. Yeah, he's right? in the first three and then the fifth one, not in the fourth it's kind one. kind of like a consultant almost. Uh, a mortician who knows <clears throat> death <Things>? stuff. Yeah. <laughs> like, hey, we'll talk to Tony Todd. He knows about death. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. So, so what we got going on today? Well, what, I, what, have, what's... I happen to pick up the pumpkin pack from hey, Elysium Brewing. S- speaking what? of, did you uh, take care of the pumpkin pie? Yep, it's out. It's oh. resting right now under two, two towels so it stays warm. Fair we, enough. Have we and, mentioned what we're doing today? Yes, we are doing pumpkin beers and horror flicks for part three. Part this is our, three. Third, our third time doing it. Last year was kind of a shit. <laughs> <laughs> we even got we even got hate mail. We yeah. did get hate mail on that fucking episode because we that, hardly get it was any, great. Most people don't even care about us, <laughs> but yeah, so we got a letter, a sternly worded letter from the president of Ace Cider. <laughs> Oh, we don't like pumpkin things. Well, and maybe we say this fuck year too much. You have the same notes as my mom. Right. <laughs> Chris, you say fuck too much. <laughs> oh, I should put out a shout out to Ace Cider. When we do the social media posts for this episode. Hey, they got a lot of good beverages. They do. Yeah, like their was pear. Their pear cider is the best. Oh, Black anyway, one. I think they have two. That was really good. I'm not here to fucking talk about Ace today. All right. So this first one, <laughs> I got place. I got a pumpkin pack from Elysian. It comes with, comes with uh, 12 beers, three three beers of uh, four different kinds. And this first one is Night ah, Owl. Math. Yep. <laughs> Thank you for that. <laughs> here, let me give you one of these. Sure, it wasn't four different kinds of three? Yep. <laughs> Yeah, it's gonna be a long day. All right, so this first one is Night Owl. It's a six point seven percent pumpkin ale, a very drinkable pumpkin ale brewed with pumpkin puree and juice, and spiced and conditioning with ginger, cinnamon, nutmeg, cloves, and allspice. This smells like you should have whipped cream next to it. One hundred percent. Both roasted and raw pumpkin seeds are in the mash, with pumpkin added to the mash and fermenter. These pale Munich Carahel C20, C45, and special B malts with uh, Magnum hops for bittering. Oh, the big ones. Yeah. So what do you guys think about the smell on this one? First of all, it looks like a um, like a Apple burnt, burnt sienna color almost. Beer. Burnt sienna. Look at you using your shades of brown. Yep. That was my, that was, <laughs> that was my stripper name. He in had the, the 56 90s. pack of Crayolas. <laughs> 64, get it right. 
like you a little sharpener on like the you side. Didn't, yep. You didn't lose a few immediately. Yeah, it was a fifty-seven pack. Usually the peach-colored one I lose right away for some reason. Uh, but yeah, it it's got it's still carbonating, so it's got good carbonation. Not very much head though. Uh, it's an Zero. orange, orangish color uh, nose. I get pumpkin, cinnamon, oh, and it, ginger. It's straight up, yeah, uh, like smashing your face into a pumpkin pie. <laughs> yeah, I get the nutmeg on this as well. Yeah, man. Oh, I like it. Smash your face. It feels it. like it should be a warm drink. It smells like it should be a warm drink. Right. Wait, Knox, go get that pumpkin pie. Let's let's test this out. Yeah, okay. with like a cinnamon we'll, stick. We'll smash it. Chris's face. No, I was actually kidding. Sit back down, sweetheart. We're recording a podcast. <laughs> I mean, but if he actually goes and gets it, I would be happy to smash your face into it. That's Chris. what we have breaks for. We could go outside and throw it at me. Throw it at you. <laughs> I got lots of whipped cream too. Dude, I got I'm wicked quick. I don't think you'd hit me. That was your name and uh Nope. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> so this is this tastes good too. Uh it smells much better than it tastes. Yeah, it, yeah, I'm with you. It tastes like it's almost going sour. Like there's cause there, there's like a a weird funk to it. Yeah, I feel like if I if this was just apple cider and I tasted this, I'd be like, oh, it's gone bad. Yeah, kind of, kind of goes flat at the end. It's just kind of like, uh, here's some pumpkin, and then yeah, see ya. Like it's and it's pumpkin, almost like a tart then weirdness off taste at the end. I mean, it's not bad. I mean, I enjoy it, but I agree with Chris as far as the smell. It smells better than I was expecting. More nutmeg or that great or pumpkin flavor cinnamon. dissipates I get, real quickly. I get all kinds of that on the legs. The allspice and the nutmeg. I get that lingers the longest to me. Yeah, it's and it kind of dries out the the finish on it. It's funky yeah. spice. I like it though. I like uh, it. She oh, got yeah. kicked out of the Spice Girls immediately. <laughs> funky did. Yeah, yeah. she just never smelled, made a record with them. Just smelled like cottage cheese. <laughs> she was a choreographer for him. Ah, <laughs> uh, but hey, I think this beer tastes great. You guys got what do you guys t- taste on this one? Uh, I'm with you guys completely. Um, yeah, I, it just kind of fizzled out at the end. And just yep. like I, I want more. It's like almost good. <laughs> right. So close. It's like ah. Oh. So on a scale of zero to six, six being the best quarter increments, I would rate this one about a three point seven five. Hmm. If that initial flavor stuck with it for a little longer, it, it that part's great. But I don't like how it finished. Mm. Okay. How about you, Derek? Yeah, I was gonna say the flavor is kind of there while it's <clears throat> rolling over the tongue, and then maybe some of the spice sits on the back of the tongue for a little while, but most of it is just kind of there and gone. And how would you use opacity in this? Well, I could not. <laughs> so it's, it's, well, you can see through it or not. Yeah. No. So like you can't see your you can't see your fingers when you're right. holding it up right through the glass. So I think you were still upstairs, and he was like, "I could use words like opacity and throw them in there if you'd like." <laughs> nice. Yeah. Effervescent. I used that yeah, in a professional right. interview. I used it to describe my personality um <laughs> i say champagne like uh but I, I i feel like maybe a three and a half for me uh just because it smells so good and i had such high expectations and then it was still good i still enjoyed i would sit down i would have a glass of this uh but it, it does kind of fizzle out in the middle and then at the end a little it's bit. like all the oh. good parts were in the trailer yeah yep. yeah the entire <laughs> movie good, was in the trailer there you go that's it i like that <laughs> Nailed it! I told you I came fucking drunk, uh, prepared. (laughs) (laughs) Woo! How about you, Ryan? What do you think? I'll give it with a solid three. Um, Not bad, not good, just kind of eh. Uh, But yeah, all the good stuff was shown in the trailer. Exactly. Hmm. I I I disagree with guys a little bit on this one. I I like this one. Um, 
I almost want to give it a five, actually, but I'm gonna give it a four seven five. I liked it. I'm gonna. I would definitely drink this one again. As long as you roll the bottle, right, Big Aaron? Sure. Gotta always roll your beer, unless it's a lager. I even roll those. You can use a brand new glass. So yeah. four seven five. Yeah. Well, I am one. going to give it a four, because even though I s- sounded like I didn't like it, I actually liked it. It just it. I wanted it to taste more like the smell. Gotcha. So the average for the Night Owl Pumpkin Ale is 3.80. Okie dokes. Excellent. All right. Moving on to the second beer. It is the Great Pumpkin Imperial Pumpkin Ale. Uh, By Charlie Brown? Sure. Isn't that uh, Charlie Brown thing? Yeah, Peanuts. Linus. Charlie Brown, yeah. Keely might crack open the other one. My girlfriend will often do that. Like, dear great pumpkin, like <laughs> as she's cooking, like, why do our cats have to be such assholes? You know, like, <laughs> and by cats, she means Chris. We usually listen to the jazz in the living room and stuff. Like Paul Desmond's playing, and she just goes into it. Dear great pumpkin, why do my cats poop in our flowers? I think if I had a girlfriend who talked to the great pumpkin, I think I'd propose on the spot. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> great pumpkin, should I say yes or no? <laughs> All right, so this is what Elysian says to the Great Pumpkin. It's an 8.4% Imperial Pumpkin Ale. Yes, it is. The Great Pumpkin was the world's first Imperial Pumpkin Ale, brewed with pale Munich, Caravelle, Caravienna, Caramunich. Boy, that Cara gets around. Uh, and C45 Crystal Malts. Roasted pumpkin seeds in the mash and extra pumpkin added in the malt, mash, kettle, and fermenter. Spiced with cinnamon, nutmeg, cloves, and allspice. I feel like a lot of these are going to be that. Yep. So I think this is going to be just a beefier version of Night Owl. Hopefully that taste lingers around a little bit longer for you guys in this one. Does it have to? <laughs> I mean. That's enough, Ernie. <laughs> you're, you're going to say it. She's you? dead and so are your jokes. So I feel like the nose isn't as pumpkin-y. Uh, just a little more of the spiciness. It's a weaker scent than the, the last one for sure. Yeah, I'm not even sure I get as. Definitely less pumpkin like Chris said, but. I don't even get that much spice on it, but that is kind of all you get though. Is the and at eight point four percent, this is the highest ABV we have today. It's a little bit lighter than color than the uh, Night Owl, slightly less dark, just as opaque. It's coating the glass though. It's got a little bit of head retention on this one. Oh God, say that one more time for me. Head retention. Thank you. I like how the sounders catch you guys off guard sometimes. That's, that's my favorite part about the sounders is watching everybody go, where the fuck's this coming from? <laughs> Who's talking? <laughs> is this place haunted? Right. Man, the nose is good on this one too, but it's not as strong as the night owl as far as the aromas. A little bit weaker, but the taste is a, a bit better. Yeah, it's a little stronger. It lasts longer. It, like a lot of these beers that we've had, I've had, it tastes like that when you open up a can of pumpkin whoop ass. Right. Oh. Pumpkin whoop ass? Pumpkin whoop ass. <laughs> this one is not super sweet. Um, you get some pumpkin in there, or I get some pum- pumpkin, and then a lot more of those spices, kind of like the aroma suggested. Yeah. Or maybe more of the nutmeg dryness at the end. It's, it's almost use, too clovey. I think it's too much allspice. I think the nutmeg, cinnamon, and cloves are perfect in this one, but I just I think there's too much allspice in this one for me. So what's in allspice? 
Let's look that up. Shall Every we? single <laughs> thing. Literally ah, all spice. All spice. <laughs> How do we have to narrow this down for you? The better question, what's not in all spice? <laughs> Nutmeg. <laughs> Nutmeg, black pepper, cinnamon, and clove. So just a little bit of black pepper in that one. Okay. I think the more I have of this, the more I like it. Yeah, I definitely like this one more. I definitely like this one it, more. It really does have that allspice, nutmeg, clove, whatever at the end there. Kind of dries out the top of your tongue in the back. I think the flavors uh, uh, of the pumpkin is better in this beer for sure. But God, I almost think it's too much of that of that nutmeg and uh, so pepper, allspice. This, I don't know. It's distracting. Let's do something weird here. Let's uh, rate it, huh? Let's yeah. Let's put a number on. Ernie, what would you put a number? Something on? unique. Uh, four five zero. <laughs> 4.50. I'll give it a four. I'll split the difference and I'm going to say 4.25. All right. Ryan? I'll go 3.75 on that one. I'm going to tie it with the last one and say 4.75. I would drink a bottle of it. Maybe maybe two. Maybe seven. Maybe seven. Yeah. Who knows where the night's going? Yeah. <laughs> Depends on how spooky the party is. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So the average for the Great Pumpkin Imperial Pumpkin Ale is 4.25. Fair nice. enough. Fair. That's a good well one. Done. Well, let me take a quick break. Here Go from shove our, Chris's face in a pumpkin pie. Listen to our Fuck ad yeah, reads. we will. And, uh, you know, talk about how much this uh, this flavor just... Do you have to? Do you have to? Do you have to? Let it Quit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right, we'll be right back, guys. Brews, Booze, and Reviews would like to thank our sponsors at Bridgeview Liquors. Head on out to Bridgeview Liquors. They just started doing their events again, their their cocktail classes, their whiskey education stuff every Saturday. I'm excited to hit up some of those events, maybe learn something about what I'm talking about. They also have one of the best beer selections in town. Check out their Facebook page every Friday for the new inventory. Also, they have an ever-expanding whiskey selection, which I'm very excited about. I've seen some new things coming through there uh, that I haven't seen previously. So kudos, Bridgeview Liquors. Also, this just in. If you mention Brews, Booze, and Reviews, you get 10% off your purchase. Not just something that we've highlighted, not just on one of your items. It's your entire purchase, 10% off. Just mention the podcast at the time of checkout. So anyway, thanks again, Bridgeview Liquors. Check them out, bridgeviewliquors.com, or head to their Facebook page at Bridgeview Liquors. Brews, Booze, and Reviews is sponsored in part by FargoUnderground.com, your one-stop online experience dedicated solely for those who work, live, and play in the beautiful and historic district of the Twin Cities of Fargo, North Dakota, and Moorhead, Minnesota. One of those ways that FargoUnderground.com is great is their food truck locator. Located when you hover over the food tab, you can click on that tab and it will bring you to a screen that has the full schedule of participating food truck vendors in the FM area. All time is subject to change. When you click on the full schedule tab, you can search by date and location on where you can find the food truck in that area. It also features food trucks that are on location the day you are currently checking by default. So stop by FargoUnderground.com and check out their food truck locator today for all your favorite fast food grub. Once again, that's FargoUnderground.com. 
Huh. Depends on how many times your kid makes you watch it. <laughs> Traumatizing, maybe. Have you have you ever watched those uh, when people redo trailers and they yeah. do them and like the, yeah? I just remember seeing Frozen. If it was a horror <laughs> trailer, so yeah, I've fun. seen a Home Alone one for that. That was really good. Yeah, that, I saw that one too. That yeah. one is fucking hilarious. <laughs> like, oh damn, that's a great way of looking at it. Uh, anyways, welcome back from our ad break. Let's move on to our next beer. Our next beer is the Elysian Punkachino. It's a 6% coffee pumpkin ale. Pumpkin ale with the attitude of a world-weary barista. Punkachino packs a short shot of Stumptown coffee toddy in your pint with just a shake of cinnamon and nutmeg. Pale brown biscuit. Oh, pale brown biscuit C seventy seven. You're talking crystal. about how it looks. Like. It does not look pale. Chocolate and kiln coffee malts provide the body. German Northern Brewer lends a touch of bitterness, and lactose sweetens just a touch. Three pumpkin additions in the mash, kettle, and fermenter contains lactose. Body is medium and creamy. Buy beer. Barista. Isn't that that actor that was in Gardens of the Galaxy? Batista. Batista. Oh, okay. Whatever. Barista used to be a wrestler. Oh, uh, the great barista? The great barista. <laughs> Wore a cape and stuff. What is wrong with you? <laughs> Who hurt you as a child? Bro, this stuff oh, smells good. I don't know why does. I said bro. I can't. This smells here. really good. Oh, listen, bro. Listen here, fuck I boys. I totally think this is gnarly. Um, I get some dark coffee off of this more than I thought I would. Uh, maybe a little pumpkin and maybe a little chocolate there, too, at the Yeah. End. This is a... Whew. That's, that's my note. Woo. Still opaque as fuck. It's a, it's a regular brown <laughs> color. It's got some floaties in it, so you know it's full, chock full of shit, right? Ah, uh, who doesn't want to be chock full of shit? Here we go. The technical term is fucking opacity. Didn't that have uh, Leonardo DiCaprio in it? (laughs) I think he won the Oscar for it. Shoulda. You think he did, but he didn't. He always got robbed. He got robbed. (laughs) Snubbed. (laughs) Oh boy. Okay. So no, yeah, nose. Actually, this one has uh, is able to retain some of its head, which is nice. Definitely coffee. Mm. Yeah, that mouthfeel on that is really good with that lactose. Really smooths it out. Very much pumpkin. Uh, um, I wouldn't quite say pumpkin spice latte. I would say more like, you know how they have the French roast coffees that come out with like hazelnut flavor yes. or whatever? French vanilla coffee, beans. I would say this is reminiscent of like a pumpkin flavored coffee roasted bean or a roasted coffee bean. Fuck. <laughs> You know, it makes me want however to on, you want to put it. It makes me want to put on a North Face sweater, but I don't need to bust up the yoga pants. You know, <laughs> maybe one oh, UGG boot. Damn, Derek <laughs> the Lord. Derek gets one of these today. All right. <laughs> yeah, this is, I think, more coffee forward than it is pumpkin. Yeah, it which is, I, it's uh, like they used. I like that though. Yeah, a pumpkin creamer, but not very much of it. It was strained through a pumpkin. Right. It was. <laughs> yeah. It's a uh, like like French like press, but pumpkin pressed. Yeah, w- which was I... barista's finishing move. <laughs> <laughs> the oh, Christ! Points all around. Nice. I'm chalking like up it. dubs today, bitches. Chalking up something. This is okay. All right. Um, 
Yeah, I can't really say much more than I like. I like this one. I would definitely have it again. It's, it's this is it a has to be one of my top. I have five another bottle right beers. here. This is so much better than the the first two, and the first two were good. Mm-hmm. This is so much better. I love how smooth it is. Yeah, that lactose really just kicks it up to the next level. I think. like smooth in your mouth, or what are we talking about? Smooth, smooth in my mouth. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. I love when it's smooth in my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> You're a new sounder. This in my mouth. This in it. <laughs> you don't get any money for that, though. That's fine. <laughs> you get to be part, part of something like this. When you get in my guts, you care a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> Let's see. Which one hasn't he played yet? I know. He's we'll trying to like, set him up for. The only notes Knox takes is how many sounders can I jab into this whole fucking episode? <laughs> It's like he's got his own personal fucking checklist. <laughs> I, 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 he's got his own bingo one? dauber. Which bingo one's going to set there. Chris off today? <laughs> oh, probably one of these. No! It's the sweet one. Ah, there it is. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, I'm going to start this one off. Moving um, right along. You would. I like this one. I'm going to give this one actually a five. It's my favorite of the day so far. Five out of six. How about you, Big Earn? 5.5. Wow. Yeah, this is pretty fucking incredible stuff. Uh, I'm 5.25. I'm going to go right along. I'm going to say 5.5 five as well. I The last two were good. This one is another level. Yeah. Uh, big improvement over the first two. I'll go 4.75. All right. Still the party pooper over here on the scores, but that's okay. <laughs> Pooping at parties is fun. He's the German judge. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You got to give it the upper decker. You guys know what an upper decker is? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. When you shit in the actual tank and not in the bowl. Oh, thanks for mansplaining. Yeah. I've, I've seen <laughs> I didn't Gruber. know what that was. <laughs> You've seen Gruber. McGruber. Yeah. McGruber. All, right, All right. So, what's the average there, Big Earn? For the Punkachino is 5.20. Beautiful. Well done. All right. Moving on to the next so beer, hard. which I could not find on Elysian's website. I had to go to beeradvocate.com. And this is their Bark of the Moon. And then fucking screen just went blank. Thank you. Dark of the moon. Okay, so this is a 7.5% ABV. Spookily smooth and chocolatey. Spookily. Smooth in their mouth? Smooth in it. Smooth in it. A perennial favorite and 2010 silver medalist in the Great American Beer Festival field beer category. Dark of the Moon is brewed with Grant Western Pale, crisp, 77-degree crystal, Munich. Hey, Kara's here again. Kara Vienna, roasted chocolate and special bee malts with roasted pumpkin seeds in the mash. Pumpkin in the mash, kettle and fermenter. Bittered with magnum and finished with saws hops and crushed cinnamon. So not as much of the allspice in this one. Or cloves. What the fuck? Yeah, it's uh, dark. It's black tar. It poured pretty thick. Um, I get on the aroma. I get some roastiness, and then kind of try to pick it out. But I'm I'm thinking like molasses, kind of sweetness at the end on the aroma. Well, it is a pumpkin stout, so this is going to be the the stoutiest beer of the day. Stoutiest stout so far. Until we get to the next one, maybe. Until we get to the next stout. <laughs> the stoutiest stout in the world. I don't know. Dude, you got the weirdest qualifiers. I know. <laughs> this will be the best stout I may or may not have been drinking in this episode so far. 
Yes, it is a stout. It's got that um, light brown head, tan head, not a white one. Uh, very opaque. Can't see shit through it like bog water. Light nose. I don't get much light of nose. nose. Light. This is fucking intense. Really? Yeah, Something. I, it, it reminds me, the strength of the smell doesn't really smell like it because it's more of that sweet chocolatey scent to it, but of the night owl that we did at the beginning, I think this might be the second most strongly scented that we've done today. Yeah, I'm getting a... I'm stuffed up. Oh, it's cinnamon. But, it's like cinnamon stick that I get on that. That's why. I get real wood. cinnamon aftertaste. Real cinnamon aftertaste. Yeah, it does. Like, did that spoon challenge thing. Yeah, it feels like I just breathed in a ton of cinnamon. That's a good thing I'm saying, though. I like that. But it's I don't dark, like it. roasty. It's too much cinnamon. It's like maybe burnt something. I get some coffee notes in this, dryness, too. I do and get then, the chocolatey malts in this one. I, I like that's the malt what it grain. is, the dark like the, chocolatey malts. Yep, I like the grain bill on this one. I'm just not a fan of that cinnamon. And oh, that, I... I that really, weird bitterness. I really side. enjoy this, uh, and it's probably because I had a weird childhood. <laughs> okay. I, I feel like this could be appreciated by somebody who's been damaged. <laughs> I don't know if that's just about me, but I loved this one. This is my favorite <laughs> of the day, so I think I need to go talk to my therapist. <laughs> I was going to say, let's hash this out there, bucko. Uh, yeah. There's a there's a weird uh, all I could think of is like it's a dark note like there's something some roastiness in there some something. fucking yeah it's good though like I really like this it's a stout it's a stouty stout it's thick and roasty and there's a darkness to it that makes me uh, feel better about myself yeah I'll start it out I'll give it a I'll give it a five Derek. Yeah, I, I like it more than the first one, but maybe not quite as much as the second one. I think that would put me at about a four, four, two, five. I'll lean towards the four just because I'm not a huge fan of the stouts in general. But if you like stouts, I bet this would be up in the yeah. fives. Well, that makes sense because I love stouts. So I'm going to go ahead and give this a five and a half. Nice. He's being very dramatic today. Drama. Drama for the mama. I'll give, I'll give this one a 4.25. This is too much cinnamon for me. Half as much. Half as much would have been good. Ernie. I'm giving it a five. All right. So the average for Dark of the Moon is 4.75. Look, uh, I don't want to be too direct, but uh, this calculator is going up your ass tonight. <sighs> Not again. <laughs> so that's good enough for second place so far. All right. Let's get on to the last beer of the day. And this is from Wasatch Brewery. Looks like they're from Salt Lake City, Utah. Keep them cold. All right. So this is the Black O'Lantern. Okay. What kind of madman would cross an imperial stout with a pumpkin ale? Our brewers, as it turns out. This rich, chocolatey Frankenbrew is dry, spiced, and scary good. Boo! <laughs> Frankenbrew. That's, that's a good word. This is a 6.666. Hail Satan. Percent ABV. 31 IBU, uh, pumpkin beer style Willamette hops. Availability August through November. I like the fact that it's 6.66% ABV. Hail Satan. I want uh, some sort of paper verifying that it's exactly 6.66. If it's on the actual I feel like website, they're making it up. <laughs> I feel like they're making it up. 
I want to know what the error term is on that. So Wasatch, Wasatch have you guys drank a lot of Wasatch beer? No, this is my first one, actually. Keely, uh, we found it. They have an apricot wheat, it, which is a... I have had that. Oh, that's, yeah, how that's, how that's how I know the name. I know the name. Super good. Absolutely. Absolute banger. Uh, well, we've, we've tried a couple of stuff from Wasatch, uh, Keely and I. They're doing some good stuff. So I was excited when we saw this lineup. I was excited to try this. Uh, Black Lantern. Black Black Lantern. I'm not sure how it's said. Probably not like that. Well, chocolate pumpkin velvety. Velvety. Yep. So this one is a full 0.9% ABV, lower than the last one. So it may be less stouty than this, the other stout. So it's not the stoutiest stout that's ever stouted or whatever you say. <laughs> right? Uh, no, it wouldn't be. This is more like your average uh, regular stout. Your 5.5 to 7% is usually your mid-level. It's just a stout stout, mm-hmm. not a stouty stout. I get a hint of pumpkin. Yeah, I get like sweet pumpkin on the nose. Snart is not as dark or roasty as the... Darko, d- yeah, dark you, of the moon. you don't get the maltiness of it, but I think there's quite a bit of pumpkin on it. Mm-hmm. And I, I like nose that. Is broken. I'm not smelling much. I think this is my favorite nose of the day, and just the right amount of cinnamon, not like too much like the other ones. All right, do you get it on the flavor? Well, first of all, this one's effervescent like a root beer. <laughs> <laughs> you just waiting to use that word on me, weren't you? Effervescent, <laughs> dude. I've been pining over here. <laughs> Damn. She has a great voice, too. Who's that? Evanescence, Amy Lee. Oh, they're right. What you said. <laughs> Effervescent, I thought. <laughs> oh, geez. I hate to do it, but he gets it. He gets the joke. <laughs> I like this one. I like the sweetness on this one. This one might be my favorite of the day now. It tastes like a sarsaparilla, sort of. Like a pumpkin sa- sarsaparilla. That's right. Is that... It's is that like clove at the end medicine. or something? Yeah, that's clove. The more clove. It's a cure-all of 1913. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Probably has cocaine in it, too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sweet! <laughs> you hope I got shit to do. <laughs> Up all night, sleep all day. All right. This now, one's causing problems uh, for me because I mm. sort of really like it, and I sort of don't want to like it at all. <laughs> it's weird. Veert. Yeah, I agree with you. Should we have some more and figure it out? I'm sorry, do what? You heard me, and you're going to play. <laughs> figure it out. <laughs> <laughs> this one, yeah. It's like the champagne of beers, uh, but not Miller High Life. So, does, does anybody else get that? Like, all the other ones seem flat in comparison. Yeah. It's got a lot Whether of- you like the taste or not, it's, it's just do. got that. It's just got that. There's a punch to it. Yeah. I like to put this up against uh, our uh, previous winners from previous years. I'd like to get uh, put it up against the wall <laughs> and make it get in my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, that was my Han Solo reference. <laughs> um, fuck, I like this one. I like the yeah. fact that there's a little bit of that like licorice root in there. That kind of makes it that sarsaparilla flavor. Sarsaparilla. Sarsaparilla-y. <laughs> Boy, I'm cursive. So this is a great day. <laughs> I'm having a good time. Woo! I just want Samuel Elliott to talk about this beer for me. It's like one of them good sarsaparillas. Yeah. Oh, it's one of them good sarsaparillas. I don't think that's how he sounds no? if you're trying for it. Okay. You failed. Yeah. Try again. Drawing uh, board. 
I don't think I will because I'm, you know, I'm a little. I'm not a smart man. True story. Yeah. <laughs> uh, 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 yeah. Anybody else have anything smart or witty to say? I'll start out with the numbers. I'm going to give this a five and a half. This is my favorite beer I've had today. Yep. Derek? I'm going to give it a five. I, this is still, you said, in the stout, but I, I thought it was not like most stouts that I've had. So I like how smooth it was. I like how it just kind of rolled down. It had the effervescence, right? Yeah. Uh, but, like my personality. But, no. It was one of these two, hey. All right, you got it, two points for the day. It wasn't the kind of effervescence that makes you have to put it down, though. It doesn't. Uh, it doesn't put up a barrier for someone who doesn't like that sort of thing. So I doesn't think burn this is, your nose. Yeah, this could be a yeah. great gateway stout for someone who doesn't already like them. Yeah, I agree, especially if they're into pumpkins. Yeah. What do you think there, Ryan? This did nothing for me. Absolutely nothing. Hmm. Uh, I really didn't like it. Uh, One point five. Really? Wow. I really did not like this one. Low, wow. low balls like you're aging. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to give this one a 5.25. This is my favorite of the day as well. Medicine, really? Yeah. Maybe Devi- it's that licorice. Licorice root that. kind of flavors to it, yeah. yeah. What a divisive beer. Huh? Not a fan mm-hmm. of that. I didn't expect this. Ernie. 5.25. Wow. <laughs> well, some it's one okay. thing here's not. The it's others. okay. It's okay, it's okay to be wrong. You don't have to like it. <laughs> <laughs> well, so thanks, to Ryan. Uh, the average for the Black O' Lantern is four point five zero. Nice. So the winner of the day is the Pumpkin Chino. Pumpkin Chino five point two zero. I'm fine with it winning. I have a feeling. Well, obviously, you know, everybody has their own taste, but <laughs> it was. Just one person hears is bad, apparently. Right. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> but no, Must that's just some bad meat in that sandwich I had. That's what's fun about it. Yeah. Right? Not everybody has the same taste. If everybody had the same taste, we'd all just be in love with Taylor Swift, which we all should be. Fair enough. <laughs> I don't know. I'm not a fan. Uh, get out. Of her music. No, not really. What? I couldn't tell, I couldn't tell you a single song she sings, honestly. Good. Yeah. I've heard a couple of remakes of, of metal bands or you know, pop punk bands doing the, her songs that sound way better. Uh, I'm with you. I'm with <laughs> yeah, you. dude. Incorrect. Are you thinking like I Prevail? Yeah. Uh, with uh, Blank Space? Yep. That one was fucking, that was a good one. I like uh, that's that a one. banger. That was, that was really good. It's, I, it's I'm not, not my favorite list, actually, that one. I'm uh, I'm not a Swifty by any means, but I don't know how anyone can say they hate Taylor Swift. I mean, at least her music. I, I don't, don't know hate her personally, her. but. <laughs> yeah, I guess I don't hate her. It's just not my bag. Sure. I mean, I'd rather listen to uh, Thelonious Monk on half speed than listen to any of her tunes. But you know, that's just me being weird. <laughs> I, I'm just, I just like shared in excess <laughs> solely. They're the same. <laughs> so hey, now we're getting to the end of our our episode here. Um, Not fast enough. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> we're an hour in, an hour in, uh, almost one minute. But um. Guys, why don't you give us the guys here, our audience, a little example of what you would like talk about on your on your episodes of your show? Okay, um, so we, you know, we first thing we do, we watch the movie, um, and I take a ridiculous amount of notes, like copious, pages. copious notes, uh, and copious then details. That's one of my favorite. So you're the Marcus tips. Parks of the of the podcast. Yeah. Okay. Gotcha. <laughs> uh, and then you know we sit down, we talk about the movie, what we liked, what we didn't like, and then we get into the the plot. Um, and the character just isn't so I'll be like, okay, uh, Derek, if you see a creepy clown coming out of a sewer, do you go over and talk to it? And then I would say, absolutely not. Rule 28, I believe, is stranger danger. You stay away from the creepy clown. 
wow, creepy clown in the sewers. I, now, now you're speaking Spreading. in cursive. Yeah, I'm speaking in cursive. I haven't worked on that since second grade, but here it is. Nice. <laughs> cursive is a lost art form. Te- teacher said that I would need cursive the rest of my life. I didn't think I'd need it on this podcast, but here we are. Here right? we go. Uh, yeah, so we just talked about what uh, what we would have done in the situation with the right move is, um, you know, staying away from sewer clowns. I think where the podcast gets the most interesting is when there are actual ethical moral dilemmas or prisoners dilemmas where it's, you know, do you follow uh, Rule 35, which is like know when to cut ties. So if your child is in a burning building, you don't necessarily have to go in and save the burning child, right? Um that's not good for your survival. It's not good for your survival to do that. And But then we say, like, we don't expect anyone to not do that. So we understand this rule break. We get it. So now, okay, what do you do once you're in a burning building? You know? But um, on the, 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 I think the better example is, like, all right, we're, we're lost in the woods. There's a chainsaw killer around. I can't find Derek anywhere. Do I go look for him or do I head for town for help? Bye, Derek. I'm going to town to get help. Yeah. Good luck. So and, and one, <laughs> No man left behind? Bullshit. Bullshit. I'm not a fucking murderer. Read. <laughs> uh, right. And then at the end of every episode, Ryan, why don't you talk about the award? We already talked about Night of the Living Dead a little bit. Yeah, right? yeah. Uh, we talked about Scream and Night of the Living Dead. So we, we have two awards we give out at the end of the show. We give out the Randy Meeks merit badge, and Randy Meeks is the character from Scream who knew all the rules to surviving horror movies. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's my favorite. Which, so. who, uh, who played him? That was Seth um, Green character. No, that was uh, no. Jamie Kennedy. Jamie Kennedy. Kennedy. Those are just fucking twins. <laughs> yeah. Um, and so that goes to the character who did the best job at following the rules. Um, sometimes it's hard to find. I usually, like, in in Halloween, she uh, uh, Lori Strode goes and knocks on the neighbor's house to get help, and the neighbor's like, "No, nah, I'm not. Yeah, I'm not gonna even gonna answer the door." That guy, that neighbor, won just because he's like, "Nope, there's a horror movie going on out there. I'm not in here. <laughs> Stay out of my house." Or like the guy who uh, the girl gets to the road and she's trying to flag down a car for help, and the car just keeps on going. They they would win that award. Like, nope, absolutely not. And then the other award is the Night of the Living Pleb Award, which is based off Barbara from Night of the Living Dead, who's oh, just yeah. the worst. Yeah, uh, like so the virgin character everywhere. Uh, the, yeah. the useless character who yep. can't follow any rules. So or do anything out, right. <laughs> can't do anything right. Uh, so we give out that uh, award. We call that Barbara. Chris. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boo. I'm just happy to be nominated. <laughs> <laughs> so like you go into a house or whatever and... Uh, Think about it, buddy. I'm gonna curtsy. <laughs> like Extreme running upstairs curtsy. when there's a killer in the house instead of going outside, jumping out a window. Like, no, I'm gonna run up to the attic because that'll work. Make it harder to get away. Yeah. Yeah. Or dropping your weapon. Like, no, hold on to that knife. They're gonna come back. <laughs> yeah, we have a firmly grasp. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's one of the rules. Don't leave your weapons behind. Uh, so that's usually how we end our show. Uh, is what we give out the awards. Nice. So could you survive a horror movie? Do you think? Hundred percent. What would be, what would be the thing that what would be the rule you'd break? Because uh, you just know yourself too well. Uh, well, the rule I break every day of my life is uh, exercise. You know, <laughs> it helps to be in shape. You know, you can run a long way and get away. If I if, if it's a, a a quick killer, I am so screwed. <laughs> I got a busted knee, a busted leg. I never work out because I'm lazy. Uh, so when, whenever that rule comes up on the podcast, I was like, all right, I know I'm a hypocrite, but do as they say, not as I do, and exercise, people. <laughs> so do you like zombie movies? I do. Yep. So Because zombies like the old, are slow. Right. Uh, in well, most not of in, them. Right. in most of them. Like 28 the, Days Later. Uh, yeah. uh, like, uh, w, what was World it? World War Z. With, yeah. Those motherfuckers are flying, dude. Is, and, and is it the that's Day of the Dead terrifying. or Dawn of the Dead that that had Ving Rames in it? Dawn of the Dawn Dead. Of the Dead. D- Dawn of the Dead. 
The remake, yeah. They, yeah, they're after, they're running at you. Let's just say if there is a zombie apocalypse, I hope they're the slow ones. Right. Otherwise, I am I, done. Right. <laughs> I have no chance. I might not yeah. be able to even outwalk some of them. <laughs> All my friends are very pale, too. I wouldn't, I wouldn't know if they were infected or not. <laughs> Don't take a chance. <laughs> that's when in would, doubt. That's when I'd probably go the full whisperer out from Walking <laughs> Dead and just Don't peel judge. face off and walk around and pretend to be one of them. And then they won't kill me unless it's like one of those from twenty eight day, days later that can't, or World War uh, World War Z where they uh, they can smell that you're dead or you're dying because of cancer. That's fucking cool too. How about you, Derek? Uh, Which rule would I uh, yep. probably get caught? I, I'm almost too in my head about something like this, but I, I think I overthink everything. So I think rule ten: don't panic would be one that I would have a lot of trouble with. Uh, you know, there are a lot of characters in these horror movies. It's usually the first to die. They had no chance to know they were in a horror movie. It's maybe an off-death, uh, off-screen death, stuff like that. I, I think that I would probably be like the mechanic in Halloween who gets killed and the jumpsuit gets stolen. Um, and, and I'd be like, excuse me, sir, how can I help you today? And he'd just walk at me with machete. I'd be like, oh, well, you know, we're in North Dakota. You have a knife. Cool. You know, how's it going? And then I would be dead. Uh, and if I did realize I was in danger, I'd probably freeze up trying to figure out the best move and then I would, it'd be too late. So hopefully I could just cut and run, you know, <laughs> the, the famous rule, run, bitch, run, run, bitch, run. <laughs> That's another good one. <laughs> what rule number is that? Uh, was that 28? That, I, I think I missed said earlier that stranger danger was 28. Uh, I think, uh, 28 is run, bitch, run. There's a lot of rules, <laughs> a lot of numbers. You said 57 so far. 57 so far. Yep. Uh, the, give us the top 10. Oh, you already <laughs> said number one, right? Oh God! Uh, um, yeah, I got this. I'll pull it out. No, okay, yeah. Rule number two is constant vigilance. So, like, once you know you're in a horror movie, just be looking around. You know, some people get like tunnel vision and just look one way. It's like, dude, the killer's behind you. Like, look around a or little up. bit. Look up. Look up. Look or, around the corners. You know, no shit. Um, that makes perfect sense. Yeah, I feel like as long as you keep eye contact with the killer, he can't run as fast. <laughs> That's usually how it goes. Right. Yeah. Just stare straight into his eyes. And- yeah. Their vision is based on movement. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I, I forget the movie, but they make fun of, uh, it, it's like the guy's trying to become a serial killer. Uh, and Robert Englund is in it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bit. I just watched that one. Uh, Leslie Vernon. Uh, what, Isn't that how to, how to be a serial killer? What is that movie? Uh, it's Behind it, the Mask. Behind, Behind the, the Mask. mask. Yeah. It's, a, it's a mock documentary about becoming a serial killer, yeah. and it's so goddamn funny to me. That movie kicks ass. Because it's that little trope, right? Like, if she's running away, you sprint at her. And then the second she looks, you're just walking. And that's how they can keep up. <laughs> you have to be in great shape yeah. to do it, and it yeah. just shows them working out. Yeah. Like, this is, this is hard. Yeah, like, yeah. It's so fun. <laughs> oh, it's so good. <laughs> what was uh, it called again? Uh, Behind the Mask. Behind the Mask. Uh, yeah, yeah that, that is a quality movie. Uh, rule number three is probably one of my favorites. Uh, it's uh, do your damn job, but don't die in the process. Um, <laughs> and, 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 and I'm not here to talk like poorly about law enforcement in real life, but in movies, cops are usually useless in a horror movie situation. Oh, yeah. uh, so that's typically where it comes up in your pretty stereotypical slash. She movies said there was a killer, but she's just on. She just has the rag. Like, right. It's, just, it's always the dumbest fucking shit. Like we can't she, listen to she you. Cleaning something. Or yeah. what? Uh, another <laughs> big one is uh, you know uh, Scooby Doo. They're often in horror movie situa- uh, situations, and they always split up. So rule number nineteen is don't split up, gang. Mystery right. Inc. They are not role models. Do not be Mystery <laughs> Inc. As much as I love Scooby Doo, they are they they should be long dead. Uh, <laughs> right. I don't know that they get any of it right. <laughs> Something weird going on. We should investigate individually. 
<laughs> Scooby, you go with I'll Shaggy. take the dog. <laughs> I'll go with Daphne and Velma, whatever. I mean, Shaggy is the smartest one. Wouldn't you take a great date also? <laughs> yeah, because yeah, that would be make the most sense. It's a big, vicious dog, right? Right. But As opposed kind of to a stoner dog. Come on, Velma. Like, <laughs> what's she going to do? Just throw her in the way? Well, <laughs> like, no. What? Just throw her in the way. Throw her in the way. That's, that's yeah. I like keep repeating what I just said. Funny. Yeah. <laughs> so well, that's where we're. Yeah, she, oh, she'll just fucking fall down and lose her glasses, and she'll be standing there or kneeling on her hands and knees, feeling around for a big Coke bottle glass. I feel like that's also a rule. Don't wear glasses. <laughs> buy <laughs> buy, co- buy contacts and have a spare pair with you. Get she gets, LASIK. Vi- uh, she, LASIK. Yeah, get LASIK get in the middle LASIK, of a man. zombie apocalypse. I mean, That's we, a good idea. Oh, before. Oh, yeah. We, we okay. do have wear sensible footwear. Yep. Uh, <laughs> you know, there's no purpose on this planet for high heels. None. Or flip flops. No flip flops. You get should be out. wearing uh, running shoes, maybe hiking boots at all times. All other shoes are worthless. <laughs> get rid of them. You should hear Ryan talk about his like ideal uh, outfit for everything. It's like the zip off cargo pants, cargo yeah, shorts. Yeah, back when we had like a khaki cargo <laughs> pants in like the early 2000s with just tons of pockets. That is peak fashion right there. That's what we should be wearing at all times. Everything else is worthless. Function and form, and don't tell me I don't look good. <laughs> You're goddamn right. <laughs> uh, one of my personal favorites is uh, rule number 36, cults are bad. Well, oh, yeah. I like how that can't just be normal. <laughs> goddamn people. If they're a cult, they're a horror movie. Do well, not get involved. And, and you have to, like, if you have to tell someone it's not a cult, it's time it's cult. to start thinking yeah. about whether or not it may be. So, uh, I think you guys should start another podcast. Is is this a cult? <laughs> the answer is always yes. No, this is a tumbler. This is not a cult, <laughs> but it does hold the Kool Aid. Um, I'd say probably another rule that we cite maybe once a movie is don't be a menace. Uh, and, and I think South Central will drink in your that's juice. Where I got it head. from. Yep. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Basically, with that one, you know, people get into horror movie situations by like trespassing. And then you, you're there and you're breaking the law. Even if it's something minor, you don't want to call the cops because you were doing something wrong. So you can't call for help. Guess what? You're dead. And I think that the best example of this is the Texas Chainsaw Massacre, the original movie. That whole movie, if you just switch it on its head, is a home invasion movie where just like the boy <laughs> living in the house is like, no, you're going to come in my property. I'm going to kill you. In, so. a, in a horrible, horrible way. Yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I'm not justifying what Leatherface is doing in the oh, yeah, museum. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm saying, like, but you're empathetic. But like, they're trespassing. You don't and do it's that. Texas. Yeah. So don't do that. And then the last really good one I have, I think, is uh, number fifty-six. Uh, connect with the villain. Um, and I got this one from Scary Movie Two, which is like a haunted house demon parody movie. And one of the characters, Shorty, uh, he just uh, seduces the demon ghost. Um, and then she doesn't kill him. He survives the movie because he, he starts a relationship with her. So if you can connect with the villain and be like, no, no, you don't have to kill me. Uh, hey, why don't we uh, go get go to a, crepes. Go, go, go to a quiet room with a nice bed or something like that. And then, hey, you're good. Now, now they're not going to kill you because they like you. Doesn't that just remind you of a split? Yeah. At the very end, where the only reason why she ain't dead is because like, I'm damaged too. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. So I, I actually think of Shrek with Donkey and the Dragon. So <laughs> oh, Donkey. <laughs> like yeah, that's a good uh, point. What what is it? Prince Charming and Sleeping Beauty slayed a dragon, and then uh, Khaleesi Daenerys from Game of Thrones is like, I rode a dragon, and mm-hmm. then Donkey's like, hold my beer. So yeah, I fucked the dragon. <laughs> <laughs> nice. That was, hey, that, 
deserves one of these too. All right. <laughs> Bang. Well, guys, this has been a great episode. We want to thank you for coming on our show. If people wanted to find out more about your show, what do you guys got for social medias? I got a website, anything like that? Yeah. A cat, um, we have a Twitter account at how to horror. Um, that's where the list is. That's where the website is. And that's how the number two, horror. Yeah, how number two horror. Um, we also do another show. I'll plug quick. Uh, it's about the TV show survivor. You know, survival is something I'm interested in. Uh, so we, we do that and that's called, uh, the castaway consultants and that's, uh, at castaway pod. Yeah. That's kind of cool too. I got to check that one out. That can be a whole nother episode if you want to give us more free booze in the future. Because, yes, Survivor is still on. I feel a last on. call coming on. <laughs> we we go. got some stuff here we could we could go over that's uh, Castaway uh, adjacent, perhaps. Sure. All right. Uh, how about you, Chris? you anything to promote? Uh, uh, no, I don't. I have nothing, and I'm going to keep it that way. Okay. How, how about you, Ernie? Where can they find you, if anywhere? Across uh, the street. All right. Well, guys, this has been a a Bruce Booze and Reviews show. Uh, Find us on all social media. Uh, We're on Facebook and, well, well, I guess not all social media. We're not on fucking Twitter because we hate Twitter and we're old and we don't give a fuck about it. Yeah, curmudgeons. Yeah, yeah, we're curmudgeons. But find us on Facebook and Instagram at Bruce Booze and Reviews or email us at info at com or Bruce Booze and Reviews at hotmail.com. We want to thank our sponsors supporting our show. We want to thank you, our listeners, without whom this podcast could not happen. And to you, we say, may your glasses be full and your spirits high. Cheers. Cheers, guys. This has been a Predica Productions episode of Brews, Booze, and Reviews. Follow us on all social medias at Brews, Booze, and Reviews. Special thanks to our sponsors for supporting our podcast. You, too, can support our show by supporting them. We have merch for sale and additional content available on Patreon. New content coming always because it's fun to come always. 